What's going on, everybody? This is Dan here, a.k.a. Red, with, yet again, my younger brother, Adam. We were just watching. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Say hi, Adam. How's it going, everybody? And thanks for the warning, Dan. You just popped over and hit that star button on me. Didn't even give me a second to get in the mind space. Yeah, turd. <laughs> and that's my job. So, um, we were just watching uh, videos of the Shadow Man and of the black eyed children now i sent oh thanks for the slobber on my pants pal good boy gunner um now i hit up i got all the links in there let me know if you could see the links and if they work and if they work yeah well actually this is a live show so who's ever listening to this when they download it later are not going to see any of this stuff they're just going to hear us. So I will put all these links that are on here and I will put them in the description as well. So don't worry about it. I'll make sure it's all set up and we'll be good to go. Uh, so we watched a couple. The very first one I'm calling fake. I'm calling extremely fake. And the reason why is if you take a look at it, when he first goes down the stairs, well, actually, even before he heads down the stairs when he's talking, he almost sounds excited, like giddy. How kids get giddy when they're about to try to play a prank on somebody. You know, the ones that really aren't good at keeping secrets and like, hee hee. So uh, you could see that happening as he's doing the video. Then as he, he's going down, when he sees this supposed shadow man or shadow creature, um, because you can't tell what it is. Uh, he, the way he acts is not of somebody of, oh my God, Jesus, what the, and hurries up and runs off and completely, completely goes into the opposite direction. Instead, he starts, the camera's shaking all over. He runs down the stairs and he makes this big giant, like, turn almost as he's a mat truck right so you're missing this whole area as he's doing this whole turn he's definitely see that he's avoiding that area uh so i'm calling fake on that the way that it looked it almost looked like uh, a person wearing either a hoodie uh backwards or from what adam was just showing me and what i was originally thinking is one of those full piece uh, from head to toe cover you up uh, black suits. So and you can get them for under twenty dollars. Um, I do try to neither be a full on hardcore believer or skeptic. You know, try to find a nice middle ground and looking at this. It's just I'm not going to give it any credit. It this does look like someone in a suit. Very very clearly the way he moved the way he spoke did not lead into any kind of belief it looks and feels very staged as red here mentioned the way he just tried to turn in like a mac truck this is something that's actually very common magicians will use it uh this was used very common back in like the original days of movies. You step out a little further than you need to, 
So the guy in the suit can just, you know, shoot up the stairs behind you nice and quiet, and you can just walk around, and it looks nice and creepy. Well, the thing is, too, I've had my own experiences with the shadow person. So I know what they look like. I know what – when I say this, that the one I seen was – it was dark outside. It was super dark outside. But this being that I see was darker than that, and you could tell in full detail. Um, you couldn't fully – I seen the face, the eyes, the nose, the mouth. The, the outline of the head, but the way this thing it was, you, it just it, it didn't look like what I see at all. It looked nothing like it. It looked to me, it looked like somebody put one of those stupid suits on and uh, try to stage it. Yeah, it, that would. I mean, I didn't come on here to debunk a bunch of people because oh, oh, I'm still pretty new, but. I can tell you right now, 20 bucks, I could recreate that video quite easily. Oh, without a doubt. We could definitely do something similar, even probably better, to be honest with you. Um, just because it was just better acting. <laughs> tell you what, man. It, honestly, if that if that guy didn't seem like he was so excited, happy, giddy. It, as he was explaining and walking around, like trying to look for this thing, I probably would have bought into it a little bit. I would have been like, hmm, man, I don't know the way he's acting. You know, he's acting super scared and you can tell he's because when you hear somebody tell and talk about their own personal encounters when stuff like this, you could hear it in their voice that this is very real to them. Now, this guy has his own YouTube channel. So he goes on YouTube. He makes, he actually made another video and in the video, he's picking up his camera, recording himself in the new house that he just got. Hey, what's going on? Uh, P balls. So I know you just, uh, you, you just, uh, entered the live room. We're actually talking about, and just a quick question. Can you see the links I put in the uh, chat section? Please let me know. Um, but we're talking about these videos uh, that we're looking, we're debunking the very first one as a guy that's seen a shadow person. No? All right. So let me try to read. Some copy pasta. Yeah. Some copy paste and deal here um so yeah in the second video it was uh honestly i was looking at it i don't buy this one either it's a simple box and it just slides a little bit on the shelf i was it's a very very easy um magic trick to pull off a little bit of string a couple of posts I mean, really, all you need, honestly, is a very, very thin fishing line. Thin fishing line, and, I mean, your son could debunk this one quite easily. A little bit of fishing string around the base. Also, you notice after it uh, moved, his foot scraped quite loudly. Did you catch that? Yeah. Piece of paper with the string attached. Push it with your foot. 
And to, I mean, awesome. to chair up over to me too, to me too, though, the thing is the way people act when stuff like this happens, like I've, I've seen where people are truly scared and afraid and caught off guard and shocked. And this guy is just not, even when that happens, you, he just does this quick jerk like movement and is, you could tell it's, he's acting with it. I mean, that's, that's my opinion. And, uh, and I apologize if, you know, this is an actual real thing to me, it just doesn't seem like it. Either account does not seem real. Um, and with the, the other videos that we watched, he's actually, uh, he was on this TV show on the travel channel here in the U S called paranormal caught on tape. He was on that show, the section that they show when they're when you're watching the show, you could can't 100 percent debunk it because of how fast they play it. And then they're they're cutting out to how, you know, if people believe it or not. So you have some of the, the more famous people in the paranormal world or the cryptic world watching these videos, uh, both of the creators of Weird New Jersey are in there. Then you have some uh, UFO experts, you have paranormal experts, you have cryptic experts. Um, and it's it's very, very, uh, you know, pretty much all light and show for the TV show. So when I seen this, I was like, oh, wow, let me actually get to see this video in the full length to see what it is uh, fully. Let me see how this guy is acting once they watch. Once I watch the whole video at, at, and seen uh, that picture nice and clear, I don't buy it. And I put the uh, link in there so y'all let me know what you think. But no, I'm definitely not buying that video. So I'm gonna say that's fake without a shadow of a doubt in my mind. Yeah, it was. I mean, that either of those could be. Easily faked with one person with a little bit of time on YouTube, learning how to do basic magic tricks, sleight of hand kind of stuff. Yeah. And with two people, it'd be stupid easy. Yep. And they agree. Fake. Yep. So we got a second video, too. I'm going to post up. And it's uh, we watch it. It's the top five shadow people. Now, the first one, five and five and four, because they're doing a countdown, of course. Um, five and four, I believe are fake. Uh, three to me looks legit. Um, the other two, uh, I just don't see enough evidence for me to actually, you know, debunk it. So I can't say yay or nay to the other two, but uh, same thing. Just let us know what you think. I'm going to put the post right now okay. in there. What were these first two again? And refresh my memory. The first, the, the first two videos that we watched. Well, actually, I believe it was the first three videos that we watched were all shadow people. They're all shadow people caught on tape. The first, uh, the the second one was the countdown. The, the five best shadow people caught on tape, supposed best. But number five is what they start out with. Number five to me seems super fake. I mean, way fake not believable um it's the one where uh he's recording and then automatically like he's looking and all of a sudden you see the, sh the shadow 
being. Oh, uh, so the top of the stairs one. Yeah, I, I'm okay. I'm calling fake. I don't I don't believe it. The same thing with the second one. Uh, the third one, I think, is a possibility, definite possibility of being real. At the at the very least, this guy was afraid. You could tell he was afraid. That- so whether it's a shadow being or not, the guy was afraid. He seen something and it was caught on video. So I'm saying real on number three. Yeah, the four and five. Uh, I mean, uh, two and one were a little bit harder to tell, fake or real. I would need a little bit more footage uh, to see. Um, Try to break it down a little bit further. To break it down a little bit better. So, yeah, the, the two that I found interesting was the gamer one. I found gamer one. Unique. That was the gamer one was definitely unique. I think that was the. Third video. That's the next one I think we're posting up. Because I mean, that's that. The, what you saw was a very gamer thing to do. Okay, I've got a new toy. I'm gonna sit here and putz with it. And he's watching this, you know, the large TV screen, looking at what you're looking at because you see, you know, the camera. And we're we're gamers. Like we we're gamers from. I mean, I'm 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 37. He's 36, and I'm, you're 36. Yeah. We're, and I mean. I'm a very avid gamer. I I stream on Twitch when I have time, so this isn't something that we don't know. We are members of that community as well as being into, you know, the cryptids, paranormal, all bunch of interesting things. And the thing is, is I've seen myself do that with PlayStation, like one of the PS2, like the first cameras came out. I was sitting there going, think, 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 playing. That was that was the same thing with me. And I mean when Xbox One first came out. I bought the Xbox One, but I bought the full package just to save some money for the so oh, with the, the Connect and all that. Yeah, stuff. it came yeah, with the Connect and all. So I did the same thing as that guy does in the video when he's setting up. Gamer, gamer, that's right. <laughs> I I have Xbox. I still have that Xbox One, the the first one, and but I have PlayStation Four. I bought uh, three years ago. And uh, and it's the same thing. Like I set up the connect, and I was doing the same thing. I was just testing out, you know. I mean, seeing how it works, checking things out. And if you look at this video of this kid uh, messing with his connect, trying to set it all up, and you know, get it set for himself for when he's streaming, you could tell when you see that shadow pop up. He didn't like. He looks at the connect, and you could tell he's looking at the TV. To see how it looks if and it's then centered, it clicks. Like, and then it clicks. Like he's like, "Whoa, what is that?" And as soon as he turns his head, this thing just slowly disappears. So he didn't see it right there, but he's seen it on the TV, and that's what spooked him because he knew nobody else was there at that time. Yeah, that one was, and you see him, his head like shooting back and forth, like, "Wait, what? 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 What?" Definite a uh, natural response and it's quite interesting and the other one that I found really cool was the old VHS recorder one where that shadow just yeah walks into the corner and grows the, that one got me that shadow one was definitely cool uh it was it was definitely different man it was it was weird how that uh that was set up because it was old school VHS. So there wasn't a 
hell of a lot of options back then to be playing around with editing unless you actually had a professional editing setup then you could do stuff like that but i highly doubt this dude did um it was just really a, a big shadow came out of nowhere and like and pretty much took up all the light that was around it now this is one of the things that i got so interesting because if, if you watch it very closely, we repeated it a few times, and I think I forgot to mention too. You do see what looks like a shade, not like a proper shadow, just a slightly darker spot coming in from the right, moving behind the light, and it gets this corner, and it just starts to expand. Now, hand magic and things like that are a lot of fun. Um, Red Sun here is actually quite a capable little sleight of hand artist a sneaky little bugger yeah that he is but when you watch it one of the things that caught me is and i can't figure out how there'd be any feasible way to do this is, is as this shadow is growing it's absorbing light but there's a night like a little nightstand or a table with a lamp right on it and it's blocking the light completely yeah you see the so it's light not shining through it's just yeah blocking. you see the light reflecting and moving off of everything but as the shadow grows that light just no longer becomes an effect of that area it's just nope so with two light sources it's hard to like just say have a guy standing in a corner and a spotlight behind him and just walking up behind him because it wouldn't you'd see that light there is no real way to create that effect that i can think of and I've been trying to figure that one out. I've been on Google here. I mean, not, I can't think of anything on a VHS. Now, if you were talking about a, a cell phone or something currently, I could figure out a thousand different ways to make that happen. This is analog um, days, though. But, I yeah, mean, it's VHS days, so it's not as easy. You could do all that stuff with VHS, but you have to have a professional setup to do it. Um, so it kind of uh, – takes care of itself when it comes to debunking so i believe that footage is definitely real what is it who knows um so people i have a question for you since you're you're listening um have you ever had any kind of a stranger weird experiences or encounters with anything like uh, anything cryptic or paranormal ufos anything like that Uh, we got an oh hell yeah, man. So this sounds like this gentleman might have a good story for us. All right. So what kind of uh, what kind of experiences have you had? And if you're interested in sharing your experience live on the show, let us know. We're more than uh, happy to have you happy on. to have you on, and we can uh, listen to what your experience is. Uh, yeah, dude. So I think he might want to pop on with us. All right. So let me see if there's any way I could actually hold on one second. Oh, this wants me. All right. So there's a way for you to join us. Now, if you see where it says guest and call-ins, and if you want to tell your story, Feel free, hit it up, and I'll accept. There we go. That was quick. 
<laughs> Welcome, we're live on air. How's it, guys? I know you guys probably know that I'm not from America, just by my accent. Fine, oh, that's, that's fine with us. That's no problem. Yeah, dude. Um, I was just buzzing through uh, Podbean. This is a Podbean app, right? And then I just saw you guys are on. And then I listened to you guys, watched the videos. It's true, dude. Like, oh, man, I've seen some crazy shit. And well, should I just start? What's that? Should I just start my stories? No, no, good. Keep on talking. We're listening. Uh, definitely interested. Okay. Just a quick question before you, you uh, where, what area are you from? Okay, so I'm from South Africa. I'm from Cape Town, the mother. City. Okay, Cape Town. And uh, yeah, I stayed here in South Africa. It's, it's all right, you know. So, what kind of experiences have you had there? Oh shit, dude! I, I see. I'm not gonna say it's a ghost. I've seen things. My granny was really like fucked up. And um, okay, so I'll start from the beginning, right? Um, my grandfather had a farm, right? Okay. If any of you guys had a farm, you know how cool it is to grow up in the country. It's like the best yes. life ever, right? It's the best life ever. Um, my grandfather was, I'm not saying this to be an asshole, right? I'm just telling you from my experience. No my problem. My grandfather was a rich dude, right? Money, old money. Like, I'm talking Rockefeller kind of shit. Right. And my grandfather comes from old money. Right? And his family is very rich. Now, I don't know if you guys know anything about gins. I, you know what? That's, oh man, I'm so happy that you mentioned that. I know about gins, but I don't know a lot. I know very, very little because I've only heard about three or four stories about them. So I'm definitely more than happy to, to uh, hear what you got to say. Okay, so um, gins are like this, right? In, in my culture, we know there are people that do magic, right? Not this bullshit, Steve Magician, David Blaine, all of that <laughs> kind of magic. I'm talking about real magic. In order to do the magic, you have to do something. You have to desecrate something, right? Something holy, right? Hmm. So it's usually like the Quran or the Bible. They'll do crazy things to it now because that's what the jinn want. Now, this, this. I'll just get on with my story, then I'll explain the gin stuff, right? Okay, yeah, that's fine. My, excuse the noise. Um, so my grandfather, as you know, it's Indian custom. You marry who your family chooses for you, right? Yes, sir. It's Indian custom. So my grandfather was chosen to marry my granny. But he didn't want to. All right. She was a looker. When she was young, she was a looker, right? But he didn't want to. He wanted to marry somebody else. Okay. Are you still with us? Oh, I think we might have. Lost connection? Lost connection. 
Now that is a shame. What happened? Uh, with him. He's still showing that he's online. Hmm. I unfortunately cannot hear him. Oh, man, I was looking so forward to listening to this story. I don't know if you can hear us still, but unfortunately, we cannot hear you. Uh, it shows that you're still yes, online uh, and still on the call. In. Yes, oh, there we go. I'm, I'm sorry, awesome. I'm sorry, man. I just had a patient call me. I'm just, you know, we, I'm at home. Oh, that's no yeah, problem at all. That's that's fine. To make an appointment. Um, so, yeah, so the thing is that, as you know, I was talking about customs, right? So mm -hmm. Indian custom is that you're chosen to marry somebody, right? This is the old way. Obviously, now it's changed, but this is the old way. And we, we practiced it. So my grandfather get married to my granny. He didn't like it. He wanted this other lady. And she wanted him. But he said, you know what? My parents chose for me. I'm not going to walk away from all of this money for you. I'm just going to chill. He chilled, married my granny. My dad and everyone was born. Years went by. My granny got sick. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you my experiences. All right. So my granny got sick. I was about seven or eight, nine, ten. It went on till I was about 14. Granny got sick. She started, crazy stuff started happening around the farmhouse. Like, real crazy stuff. So the first thing that happened was my granny wanted to eat. So my mom is a doctor, right? And so she looked at, looked at my granny, did all the vital signs and so forth, and found that my granny's perfectly healthy. Why is she not eating? We don't know. Then she'd drink a cup of, of soda, right? Like a small cup. And she'll throw right. up. But she won't throw up a small cup. Right? Dude, I'm not exaggerating or anything now, right? Do you know a, a 20 liter bucket? Like paint and stuff? Yes. Right? My granny would throw that up. Oh, and wow. It's not, it's not like it's full of bile. It's full of anything. It's like you just pour it out of the bottle into the bucket. That's what no one could understand. Yeah, that's crazy. Right? Normally when you're not eating, you don't have anything in your stomach. You really ain't able to throw anything up. That's why you dry heat. Then, and other shit started happening. Where my granny was like, she was so crazy, right? That my dad and my uncle and stuff, they boxes and stuff like that, right? So she picked my dad up. My granny is quite small. My granny is like five foot four or even four foot six. My granny is tiny, right? This fat little old lady. She picked up my dad. My dad is 6'3". And he's about 200-something kilos. Oh, wow. My dad is a big guy. Right? And she picked him up. She literally picked him up off the floor. And she had a stranglehold on him. Right? They couldn't break her grasp. My dad actually turned. My dad is dark. He actually turned a different color. He turned purple. He couldn't oh. breathe. That, that's how crazy... <laughs> That's scary. This from, yeah, this is from Missy. Then they'll make food in the house, right? And these these old people are quite like holy. So they'll start making food in the house for everybody because we still have all the family over because my dad is sick. And they'll have all of these people over. And then 
they'll make food, right? And then when we turn around and go to wash our hands and no one is in the kitchen, right? The food will turn to like little like shit. Like the food is it's gone sour. It's gone bad. Like that. The whole house will start smelling like shit, like animal feces. Wow. Stuff like that. Yeah, dude. And I was like, now we had to sleep in the lounge. And some stories were about the lounge. We'll sleep and we'll hear like a whole lot of rumbling in the kitchen. Now, I don't know if you guys, I know in America you guys still have the, the cast iron stove. That damn fire log stove. The stove is extremely heavy. It weighs like a ton. Yes. And it uses coal and stuff. So my grandfather and then we had that farmhouse. No electricity. They had that. And oh my goodness. We used to sleep in the lounge. Right? And this thing used to start fucking shaking and vibrating in the middle of the night. Like it sounds like there's 500 people in the lounge. And in the kitchen. Right? And there's nobody there. You can start to get the smell of food. Like someone is cooking. And then we, we being kids, we were so scared, we started screaming. Like that. And, oh man, fuck. That shit gives me the chills just, just thinking about it. Oh, I bet. That's some scary stuff. So this whole yeah, big old cast iron, like the old bog irons we used to have up in New Jersey, just starts shaking. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Like the full-on cast iron wood stoves that they, they you would heat up the the house with. Mm. So that's exactly. he's saying the whole thing was just shaking like crazy. It was fucking shaking like crazy, like someone is actually shaking. And remember, you know what the crazy part about it was? It's actually bolted to the floor up till today. Oh wow! It's bolted to the floor. Oh no! Yeah, Whoa. that's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. That's that's like the tip of the iceberg. That's the stuff that I can remember. And some of the other crazy stuff was like they used to take my granny to the holy places, like take it to the mosque and stuff for them to pray for her. And like to the church, to the mosque, wherever, whoever wanted to pray for her, they used to do that, right? And one day we get my granny in the car, right? Now, uh, my grandfather was lucky to have um, I don't know if you guys are the F-150 Ford, the big, huge trucks. Yes. You guys have, right? My grandfather had one of those. Right? And um, my granny jumped across the top of that and grabbed her brother. And oh, he was almost dead. Literally, he was dying. Like that. He was That's dying. scary. She, she had that death lock. Like on his throat, and they couldn't pry her hands away. They couldn't. They tried. Even they, even, they actually had to like punch her, and she she just didn't stop. She just had this look when when you looked into her eyes. Like, like she was like, possessed. Yeah, dude. Yeah, she was possessed. She was like crazy, man. And it does follow in with a lot of what I've been reading about some of the darker jinn is that they are capable of possession, shape shifting. And some really wild. Yeah, they, they, I we don't play with them, like the magicians that we know, <clears throat> especially like the dark magicians. Like in okay, from from a religious perspective, right? They say magic is wrong, right? Right. Magic or black magic, magic period is wrong. Right? And I'm not going into a religious discussion or anything like that, right? No, 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 that's fine. Right, but I mean. Like, if you see some of the stuff that they do to the holy books, 
it makes you cringe inside to get this. So what we did was we were told my grandfather, because he had a lot of money, they told him he went to different healers all over the all over the place. You can name it in South Africa. We call people from India to come to South Africa just for my granny. My grandfather spent you're talking about 1997, 1996, 1998, millions and millions of rands. Wow. To help my granny. Really, really. He got bus loads of people, flying planes, private planes from India, from wherever you can think of, Jakarta, uh, Malaysia, everywhere in the world. These people were coming just to try and help. They said, yeah, we can help. We can help. Nope, they couldn't. And nobody was able to help her? And shit just got worse and worse and worse. And it got so bad to the point where I think like there was about 50 of us sleeping in the lounge throughout the house. Like when you had to walk to the toilet, you're walking over because people were sleeping everywhere. It got to a point like that. Like my granny was so thin, like it's just time. They were just like, okay, it's going to be time. Any day now, she's going to be dead. Right? So we're just getting preparations ready. And then my grandfather from Cape Town, right? That's the time right. we were living in Durban, right? So my grandfather from Cape Town, he came down. So the distance is like California to Texas, like that. Well, that's so pretty far he, distance. He, he flew down and he said, no, there's this guy. Uh, you can bring it to these sacred places, right? We don't worship them because they, they brought the religion to the country. They, you can ask them to pray for her they're not magicians they don't ask for money or anything and then they mm. prayed for her and then my granny was fine and then she decided to do something stupid and then something happened again and this time it took the life of a two-month-old baby that was in the house my granny didn't kill him you know when you when you send a gin to someone it it's usually there to take a life and it will take something right yeah. It's either the husband and wife splitting up or someone dying, someone going insane, crazy. Right. And it has to do something, it has to take something. So it took this child. He would have been my biggest uncle. So it took this child. And uh, then my granny came back, and then that's when most of the stuff died down. But wow. boy, was it a wild ride. Whoo! To me, it's 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 crazy to think like if you hear all these stories like about like possession, uh, spirits, like evil spirits, that it's always you know one of the, one of the religions. It's always a religious out. Like that's that's the way to get these things away from you. Yeah. Whatever the religious background, it could be uh, you know from Christian to. Uh, you know, Buddhist to Nordic to Islam, you know, Islam, many of them, even the, the Native Americans, their actual religion because they're very spiritual, even that. So it's always something with some kind of religion, like religious beliefs, that kind of helps it out. That's what it seems like. And that, that's when it stopped. Like, everything died down, and she's fine. She's still alive up till today, dude. Oh, she's wow. Fat and short. And just happy-go-lucky. Hey, that's she the best for her. She doesn't remember anything. 
doesn't remember any of that, that whole experience, huh? Yeah. Wow. That's like what? Seven, eight years. That's that, seven or eight years not remembering it. Being like possessed, I guess, seven, eight years. That's, that's, that's a wow. very tough one because if you look at any of, you know, the religious schools of thought, uh, Christian, possession is always a very physically draining kind of thing. There is always a cost on the person's body. Well, yeah, he was saying how she got skinnier. Yeah. And but, wasn't I mean, eating, throwing up. So that's just, that's way, you it, know. It's very taxing, even amongst, you know, the first people of, you know, the Native Americans. When you do something that causes you to change or causes you to become, I guess the best word to put it would be impure. If you were to become a skinwalker, what, when do you, all of these different when you break the rules of your faith and you cause these things to happen. And it's interesting that you can go for seven years in that state. That's super strong. So we were force feeding her and she had intravenous um, bags hooked up to her. She was chained to the bed. Like literally uh, chains. You guys know tractor chains, right? That you yes. Pull, like, other stuff with. Yeah, we hooked up with that. We made a bed, custom-made bed, special metal bed, was made for her. It was a wild thing. So crazy. Oh, that that definitely sounds like it. Now, are gins pretty much all pretty known as evil? Um. No, there are two types, right? All there right. There are good jinn and there are bad jinn. There are jinn that pray, right? Remember, jinns have families, right? They, I know people think that, like, it's hard for me to explain, but I'll try my best, right? So right. Um, there are two types, good and bad. Same like humans, there's two types of good and bad. Jinns live on that plane. It's a different plane. We can't see it. It's the veil in front of our eyes, right? Right. Like the psychics, some of them, some, not all, some of them, people who have gifts can actually see this plane. So they have families. Some of them go to work. They do what they have to do. Yada, yada, yada. They're, they're very the much bad like ones eat, are the ones who are summoned by the magicians. The dark magician. Like that. And then they get summoned by them. And they have to do things. So you think that you control them. No, they don't. No, you don't. They control you. They ask you to do things for them. Like small things. It's like, I'll give you the first one free. You know? Come to my house. I'll give you the first hand job free. And then once you get hooked... It's like, okay, now what next? But this time, you know what? Just bring 10 bucks and a little bit of booze, you know? And then the next time it's something bigger and something bigger. And that's how it goes. All right. With the, with the darker gene. yeah. So, I mean, because 
if you go back just because of the old stories, the whole genie in a lamp type of deal. That's the Americanized version. I actually was able to recently read the original version of that, which is quite interesting. Because it wasn't Aladdin, it was an old man who found a uh, lamp with a cork in it. And he's checking it out, and it had a seal of a very, very, very ancient sultan. And he's checking out, and he pulls the cork out, and out pops his big, mean-ass, elite-style gym. Very bad spirit. And this rather nasty gym goes, all right, old man, I'm going to kill you. And the old man was quite clever in his age. And he's like, okay, well, just before you do that, how did you get all of you, you know, your, you, in this tiny little lamp? And the genie being very cocky goes, I'll show you. I've heard this story before. And he just pops the cork back in after he shrinks back down into it, and he carries that sucker. <laughs> yeah, because what you said is actually correct. When they remove gin from people, they put them in bottles. Right, wow. and there's four types. There's water, fire, earth, and um, the water, fire, earth, and wind, right? Or mountain, or something, something crazy like that. I don't really know the, the this one type that I really don't know about. But what they do is, so something will be sent for you. Say um, your name is um, just just give me an example, Darren. Right? I don't like you, Darren. I don't like what you have, Darren. Right? I'll come to your house. I'm your friend there. I'm just okay. going to come and take something from you, a t-shirt or a piece of hair. Or even the stone that you just walked on. I'll take that. Right? And then I'll go to this magician and I'll tell this magician, you know what? This guy, I fucking hate his guts. I want you to do something to him. I, I, I love his wife or his girlfriend. And I want it for myself. Split them up for me. The guy will say, okay, give me two grand and I'll do it for you. Then he goes and he finds out what's your sign. Like they, they work with this numbers, uh, numbers and science, star signs, stuff like that. It's it's crazy. Oh man, I, I do like a lot, lot of research. Once I got it's a combination of astrology yeah. and numerology. There we go. And then they, they use these signs to determine where you fall in the spectrum of the four. Are you earth, water, wind, fire? Right? Right. And then they use that to place the magic there. So they call upon this, the jinn, and then they tell him, okay, this is what I want you to do. Right? I need you to go to Dan's house and do this. Right? And on the way, he'll pick up few, a few of his friends, and he'll tell them, you know what? I've been sent here. I've got a job. You guys want to help me? Right, let's start fucking some shit up. And then they take your magic and they put it in the water right or they put it in the grave or whatever say so your water sign they put it in the water and then once they put it in the water you can't find it it's, you have to track down the magician in order to get that piece back and that's how it goes wow so you you would have to actually physically track this down to Dude, fix whatever um, issue you're having, whatever problem you you're having. Be, are you guys going to be on here a little longer? Because I just have to go um, one second. Uh, yes, sir. We're going to be on probably for another uh, half hour to 45 minutes. Okay. Dude, I'll, I'll come back on just now. All right. Awesome. Thank you. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Hello.
that's an awesome story. I'm not gonna that lie. Was, that was very interesting. Um, and now, if memory serves, in most, uh, in a lot of the more shamanistic traditions, I guess we could call them. Right. Especially those involving a lot of magic. That seemed very similar to me to uh, old voodoo. Mm. Having to have an object of the person, you, the use of the different elements, having to, you know, track down and get the original object back, all of this. But that being said, voodoo was based out of the traditions of African shamanism as well. So that can definitely lead to a lot of that. Well, I mean, to, to me, you could, you could pretty much tie a lot of that stuff together. I mean, just as you were saying, every religious wise, belief wise, they, they all have, uh, most of them have a thing against magic. Now me being Nordic, we don't have anything against magic we don't like dark magic but you know the light magic or the magic that's not evil we're fine with so it, like everywhere that's is different but even if you say there is somebody in, in your clan family wherever decides to break that law there's always going to be re repercussions for that so there's always some kind of punishment whether it's something like an evil spirit coming after you or just uh, extremely bad luck there's always some kind of quote-unquote karma that uh hits hmm. okay so oh. and, and like you were saying with his 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 grandmother uh being pr pretty much what it sounds like is possessed by the uh, by something um for that long i mean just for a short period a couple months could completely exhaust people especially if they're weak-minded if they can't fight, if there, if there are people that are just always upset, always depressed, always, oh, man, I can't take it, then it's probably not going to last. But she seems like she was a very strong woman uh, being able to fight for so long. So that even could explain why she doesn't remember that whole six to seven year period that she went through that whole uh, ordeal. So, I mean, that's that that to me is amazing. It's cool to know, too, that there's some good gin and there's some bad gin. There's always a good versus evil, and that's the way I look at the Sasquatch as well. So knowing that Jin, which is seems to be more of a spiritual and physical type of deal, um, are basically the same way. That kind of gives me a little bit more belief towards that everything is different. Just like humans, we're all different. Unfortunately, some of us are crazy evil bad others ones are you know good loving caring so it really depends on on what you get so and 
know, gentleman we were just talking to did bring up something interesting that I think you'd find very interesting is the fact that they are one, they existed before humans. Um, they do not exist properly in our realm. I guess the closest thing we, you could have to relate this to is um, astrally or in a non-physical realm. Or like he said, on another plane, which yes. is what a lot of people describe. And the fact that they they have lives. They also have what could be considered physical needs. You know, they need to eat. They need to, you know, leave themselves. They are very much like ourselves, but they're not made of matter. Boy, he was saying they're very much like us. Yes. They're very much they're flesh and bone. Material. Well, that's what he was saying they are. Hmm. If, you, if, if you're listening towards the end, because that was it one is. of my questions. Hey, what's going on? Again, thank you for sharing your story, because that was awesome. We were actually just talking about it. Um, but he was saying, yeah, they, they're very much like us, where they could be flesh, you know, flesh, or they could be something else. So... Uh, he said they're just like us, families, you know, things like that. So I, I think that's super cool. I love new and like learning new things, especially when it comes to the cryptics and especially lately because I've uh, gen wise, I've been a big giant fan. Um, well, no, I don't know about fan, but I'm very curious, uh, about very it. curious about it. Yeah, enthusiastic. <laughs> so, um, Way better word for that. <laughs> but either way, I mean, to me, it, it makes a, uh, a lot of sense. And um, it's crazy how that happened. I mean, he's saying that she was, you know, about five foot three and picked up, you know, his grandfather like it was nothing. Who was and who was a really big man. So. It, that also goes. Uh, we'll be on again tomorrow. I will be on later on today. So uh, I'll probably be on again after we finish this one up. Um, closer to 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, but I'll definitely be on again. I'm just... Um, we're going to probably go for about an hour and a half today and then call it a show. But, uh, yep, that's what we'll be doing. And again, I appreciate you calling in. I appreciate you sharing your story with us. And if you have any more and you want to call in again, more than willing to listen to it. So thank you very much. Appreciate it. And if you have like anything that you would like us to look into or research, maybe find out, help you find some resources by all means, <clears throat> you know, send us a message on Twitter in here, wherever I love doing some homework. And you can find us and follow us at Twitter with monster investigators of America. And if you want to send us an email and tell us any more stories or link up, it's monster investigators of America at gmail.com. Thank you very much. Good luck with your patient. And enjoy the rest of your day.
so that that other video, that last video that we watched, the shadow, uh, no, not not shadow, the uh, dark eyed children, the creepy ones. <laughs> it, it's always something when it comes to children and anything paranormal or cryptic. It just makes it that much more creepy, especially if it's a nighttime setting, because it's like yeah, kids don't really belong outside past. Well, sundown. Yeah, for me, it's probably like nine o'clock. You know, you, they don't need to be outside past nine o'clock. That's right when the sun's going down. So that to me is unnecessary. So now you've got these dark-eyed children who are mainly seen at nighttime when it's dark, either in the forest or down random roads or even in your own town, knocking on your door or knocking on your car door when you're in your car saying, hey, let me in. If you ever come across with anything like that, hopefully you do not let them in. Don't let them in your house. Don't let them in your car. Because apparently they look like kids, but if you look them in the eyes, their eyes are dark, hence dark-eyed children. So just like a lot of other things in life, just say no. <laughs> um so this this video uh that they showed and they showed a couple different ones the very first one is of the guy that is he tries to catch them on tape he's very uh, interested the in them frequency yeah he was playing their frequency that supposedly attracts them and let me tell you something since that played if that frequency plays and I get any issues today, me and that gentleman are going to have a problem. <laughs> I do not need some kids with dark eyes showing up in my house. No, thank you. In surround sound. So, um, when it comes to the dark eyed kids, man, it's just a scary, scary uh, situation. Because the children, you think of children normally, they're you think of them, they're helpless or you know carefree, innocent or very innocent. So I could see why a dark spirit would use the shape of a child. Now nobody really knows that much about them. They've seen them throughout history, so they've been there for hundreds, maybe in a thousand years. They've been around history. In the forest children of Ireland and Scotland. Uh, that's that's the, UK. the forest children are different than the dark eyed children. Uh, I'm trying to, but I have read. But the thing is, with the, the dark eyed children, with people not knowing a lot, and what kind of makes partial sense is they believe that it's children that have been uh, taken over by a spirit. Makes sense. Your face changes sometimes. I've seen footage of a person's face changing right there, uh, like right on video, and you can't explain it. So um, uh, for possession-wise, yeah, it definitely makes sense. Um, however, I just don't believe uh, that could be the only case. Um because the way these things sometimes just disappear, the way they show up, the way they talk, uh, I think there's there could be another part of it. But uh, a major part of me believes that these are kids just taken over by spirits. Okay. Could I be wrong? Of course. Could just be a straight spirit. 
strong enough to manif manifest itself into something that it believes can trick an adult. Um, and what's more near and dear to most of our hearts than kids. So you see a kid in trouble, you want to help them out. You know, you don't want them to sit there and suffering. Uh, so the first video he plays at uh, frequency and then a girl shows up. Now, when I first see the video, I was very, very iff iffy about it um, just because there's just too many things that didn't make full sense didn't like he supposedly shows up afterwards he woke out waking up by some kind of noise but what noise she wasn't making a noise if you watch the footage she stood there for i believe they said roughly an hour yeah and she hour. just legitly stayed pretty still was just move its head from time to time but you didn't see it like moving and jerking throwing anything you know so you didn't see anything crazy to actually wake him up so that was one thing that questioned uh, another thing is when he went to see where this thing went to, he walks out, the gates already open. So the gate to where he lives, he lives in the middle of the far, the middle of the woods. He has a gate, I guess, around his house, gates open, or at least to one of the entrances. So that's open already. Goes through, there's three cars. You could tell there's one car to the left, one to the right, and one behind the one on the right. So three cars. So there's more than one person that lives in that house. Who says it's not one of his kids that he actually stayed out there for an hour or on and off for an hour? Because you fast forward, you don't see the full hour footage, of course. So you're fast forwarding to it. So you see him fast forwarding on there. You don't know if she left for like five, 10 minutes and came back or if it was just like, you stand here for about 15 minutes, come inside and then in a half hour, go back out there for another 15 minutes that covers your hour. Could have been a wife, girlfriend, or kid. Um, however, later in the video, I think he it was he was number five, and then was also number three uh, or two. Um, later on the video, he shows back up. He's taking a trip down the road. Thought he seen something crossing the road. Steps outside his his vehicle records is looking around didn't see anything at the moment when he goes home relooks at the video you could clearly see a face somewhere off in the the bush so you have that as well um so that kind of i mean that kind of threw me and it almost looks like the same exact face it was a little different it looks like a little the same exact face so I'll say this. I, I can't debunk it. Um, so I can't I can't prove that it's fake, but I'm also not going to go ahead and say that's real footage. Something just doesn't sit right with it. Uh, if it is real footage, I, I give you all the props in the world, man, because that's spooky as hell. That's definitely some high grade creepy pasta. <laughs> um, but I've never heard of any kind of frequency that is supposed to do that. I also never heard of anybody being crazy enough to try to summon these things. Normally, it's the very opposite. Um, some of the other videos, I, I think the very last one, the one that made number one, was of the girl that uh, took a picture or video of this girl up, I think it was up in a tree. And you could tell it, it, it 
I think that one was real because it wasn't a full physical girl. You could kind of see that there was a little bit of see-through to it, that it was just, it was kind of cloudy and it didn't seem to be really messed with too much like it could have been edited. It wasn't just a shadow and it wasn't, you know, completely corporeal like that one first video we watched that just neither of us believed. No, yeah, the, the first one, I mean, to me, that was just a joke. Like, I guess people do what they got to do. You probably figured, hey, I'm going to get a lot of clicks. A lot of people are going to look at this, be interested in it. And uh, little did he probably know that he was going to make it to Paranormal Caught on Tape on the Travel Channel. Uh, so, damn, somebody definitely passed some gas up in here. Was it you? Nope. No. Bear? Got it? Uh, I don't know if it was Gunner or how to be Candy or Bear because it came from that direction. Hmm. Or else it would have hit me right here because he's, <laughs> he's really he's got his rear end facing me. Love my dog. Uh, but I mean, to that, you, correct. Like the first one, I didn't believe the, the, the second one we watched. I, I didn't, I didn't buy into, um, cause that was of the shadow man or shadow person. And it just looked too fake. Could it be real? Yeah, there's a possibility. I just doesn't, I, I just don't believe it is. Uh, if you look at the actual footage, and I'll link all this stuff in, even if I have to go back, I'll link each and every one of these videos into the description. Um, but through, you're gonna, the, the issue with cryptics or paranormal or UFOs, you're always going to have somebody that's making a fake video that makes it that much harder to prove that these things are real because people are being a-holes. Uh they're trying to capitalize on people's interests like our own. You know, we're always looking at these things. We gave a cup of probably quite a few uh, of these bendejos views and clicks just because we're trying to find out what's going on. Yeah. And it, yeah, exactly. Um. And the, and the thing is, don't get me wrong. I understand some people just do stuff for like this for fun, but and you can blatantly tell, like some of the Bigfoot, uh, Bigfoot sightings caught on video. You could tell that they're doing it for fun. Like they got, they got the suit. You could tell it's a suit. Like it's they got it from Halloween shop, you know, the Halloween store, and they were just having out trying to have a good time. And you could hear them laughing most of the time in the videos that they're making. I have no issue with that. I think I enjoy watching those videos because it makes me laugh. Oh, yeah. Good prank videos. Just funny, especially if you let everybody know it's a prank or you do something. Though there so was there was one prank video gone wrong that if you all are playing pranks, just be careful how you're playing these pranks. Because some people could you, somebody could get killed, not because you've physically done something to them. But because you scared them so bad that they're not paying attention to what's around them, they book it, take off right out of their house and run into the street, uh, trying to run away from you because you scared the bejesus out of them. There is a video that actually happened. Somebody was wearing a scary face, had a knife in her hand, jumps up. This lady is so afraid that she does not pass go. She does not collect one hundred dollars. She steams past everything, goes right out the door, knocks this person over, I believe, by the way. He couldn't get up in time to stop her, to show, hey, this is me. 
she got hit by a car and got killed. Holy crap. Whole thing on tape. So, yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with playing tricks because I do them all the time on my girlfriend. And I know that I annoy the hell out of her because there's sometimes I'll act like I'm sound asleep. And she'll walk over to me trying to give me like a kiss on the forehead and I'll jump up and scare the crap out of her. I've, I've done it a couple times just the other day and laughed super hard while I was doing it. But, you know, just be careful. Try to make sure after you scare them, let them know that it's you. So, you know, number one, you don't get hurt because I've, I've heard stories where people didn't get scared. They got stabbed, got shot got hit with beat up with a bat or just straight up got beat up. Um, so try to be as quick as possible, you know, to show yourself. I've had a friend that tried to scare me and got punched in the face and very quickly took their mask off. <laughs> Yelling. It was no, no, stop, 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 stop. The entire time. Cause I was rolling back for another hit and you just see the arms go up. Stop, 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 stop. It's me. It's me. And I'm like, who the hell is me? And something you might not know about Dan here is this man has done weightlifting, boxing, professional wrestling, martial arts training. Trust me, and I'm speaking from a place of a lot of experience. <laughs> when he hits you, I don't care how big you are, you're going to say, ow. <laughs> And it, I mean, so you just got to be careful of, of what you're doing. There's nothing wrong with playing pranks, but uh, at the same time, what some of this footage, man, it just gets aggravating because you got the, you see these people legitimately trying to just fake it. Well, there's a, and, and could tell it's, you could tell blatantly it's fake. There's a big difference between a prank and a hoax. Yeah. Yes. Like one of my favorite things is uh, watching Sasquatch play the, uh, saxophone in the woods. Yes. I love that. <laughs> that is awesome. Very, very cool to watch. I mean, the, the, the ones, though, that you got the hooks that are trying super hard to pretend it's real and everybody's going, dude, I can see the zipper. <laughs> well, not that. See, my, my issue is, is the ones that are they, – they try to be a hoax. They're, like, they're actually trying to be a hoax because there are people out there, maybe the government, Maybe not. Maybe something even higher than that. That wanted to make sure that no matter what. Oh, Jesus. I can't even look at him right now. He has his, <laughs> definitely wearing his hat the wrong way. <laughs> but you got these people that when a story pops out, and we went over this a little bit yesterday. When a story pops out, or I went over it yesterday, um, and somebody says, hey, I've seen this. There's other people very quickly trying to make sure they say that it's fake. What's going on, sick Rick? How you doing today? So that's another issue I have because you already have people that are like legitly trying to act purposely make a hoax video. Yeah. Just to throw some more doubt into the hack. So what? Uh, Sick Rick, I got a quick question for you, man. Have you had any kind of crazy or weird encounters or paranormal experiences or cryptics, anything like that? Yeah, I'm sorry for everybody that's actually listening. I'm just waiting for him to respond to me. Uh, 
But until he responds back, I'm going to uh, finish talking. So you have those people that legitimately try to do the hoax. Uh, so you have Pacha, how you doing today? So you have these people, right? There was the one sighting. I think I might have. Uh, nah, nah, man. No, no disappointment. I'm just curious because unfortunately you missed it. But one of our uh, listeners, we had him do as a guest call in. And he told this awesome story about his grandmother and uh, a gin. So it was pretty crazy. So when you have time, if you want. Once I put this into one of the episodes, you could download it and listen to it. It's really, really cool, um, to say the least. Uh, so there's this one story about this uh, guy and his cousin, right? They're going out fishing. They live out in the mountain area, and him and his cousin go fishing. They're in a canoe. It has a little electric motor on it, nothing super crazy. A little trolling motor? Yeah, a little tiny yeah. trolling motor. Goes off, goes fishing. They're trying to catch something. Then all of a sudden, somebody's throwing rocks, right? So they're throwing rocks in the water here. Plunk, plunk. Well, the guy's cousin started to get pissed. He thinks somebody's out in the woods messing with them because it's a continuous thing. It's not like, all right, some pebbles rolled in and, you know, came in, which I, you know, being where they were in the water, I'm not sure how that would even happen. But, um, so they get so mad that they're like, that's it. And they're yelling into the wood line. We're coming. We're going to handle this right now. So it's like, man, okay. So they they put on that little electric motor, go up to the shore, pull, into, pull the canoe onto the shoreline. And they start yelling, thinking that it's a person on the other end hiding behind the woods because they do see something peeking out behind a tree. So they think it's a an ass hat, you know. Yeah. But – you also have to think you're in the middle of nowhere. Who in that number one, if if they're if it is a human and they're in the middle of nowhere and they're throwing rocks at you, just paddle your ass somewhere else, okay? Because they don't have the right state of mind. Without a doubt. You know, to, to me that I would be like, no, I'm I'm not even trying. Because the person, if they're throwing stuff at me, they're crazy. Now these people had a gun on them, they didn't shoot it. This guy takes up a thing of rocks and launches it into the woods, right into the direction that they see. And all of a sudden, you hear this big, angry growl, deep like they never heard before. And then you see this, what was a shadow from behind a tree, come and pop its full body out. What do they see? They see a Sasquatch. Both fearing for their lives, don't know what to do, and froze in fear, this thing launches a tree, a tree branch at him. Big, huge, it was you? <laughs> <laughs> nice. I, if I, I've seen this video. I would suggest shaving, man. You're looking a little wooly. <laughs> I didn't see no video. I just thought this is a, this is a story from uh, Sasquatch Chronicles. Uh, podcast. So this I've is seen something similar. It's a uh, it's crazy. So throws this big giant log at him. I peed in my shorts. <laughs> that guy did. That's actually a true true thing. The guy did pee in his shorts. He was he was wearing shorts and he peed in them. Huh. Um. So 
I, dude, but I, he, I've done a hyperactive Jesus. I've been running across that lake. Well, this this <laughs> log that you, I would have, hell yeah. <laughs> I would have, number one, they only had a 22 revolver on them. A 22 ain't going to do jack to one a Sasquatch. You know, if you think about it, they're supposed to be, you know, anywhere between seven, the ones around here, between seven and 10 feet tall, you know, 800 pounds, mostly pure muscle. 22 round is doing absolutely nothing. Even if it's a hollow point round, it's doing very little damage. Um, so when he throws this log at them, they were just barely able to move. This thing gets close enough to the guy's cousin, who's about five or ten feet in front of him, smacks this guy in the side, breaks th two to three ribs, bruises all the ribs, and now this guy's folded on the ground in so much pain, can barely move. Blood coming out of his mouth. Uh, where in the U.S.? Where in the U.S. is this? I can't 100% remember. I do remember it was in the Appalachian Mountain area. Uh, I think it was Tennessee, which I probably shouldn't say that because that's where I, uh, I'm getting ready to move. But I just, just realized that. I'm not going with you, bro, later. Yeah. I'll keep my happy butt North Carolina. So knocks his cousin down on the ground. Cousin's bleeding out of the mouth. Uh, he tries to grab his cousin. This thing's yelling, screaming, throwing stuff at him, continuing hitting him with pebbles, stones, and he's just trying to like he he knew he had his gun, but he thought the situation is going to get way worse if I have my if I try to do anything. He's able to pull his cousin into the canoe, push the canoe back into the water, and take off. Now, as his as he's on his way, he knew his cousin was in very bad shape. So he calls up the local authorities, says, hey, we just got attacked. It was not a bear. We attacked. We got attacked by a big animal. So they go to the hospital. They both get put into the hospital and they both get a visit from two different people. Now, one person apparently was dressed up just in regular blue jeans and a shirt and had some kind of badge on. The other person was men in black style dressed up and told him straight from the gate. You're not to tell anybody about this. What you've seen was a bear, and that's it. Huh. And in my backyard, they were trespassing. <laughs> <laughs> so he says it's a bear, and his cousin, that's definitely more hurt than him. Well, he didn't uh, get bitch slapped by Bigfoot. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> So his cousin that's way more hurt than him also gets a visit from the same two people. Now, after this day, his cousin never talked to him about this, doesn't want to bring it up, doesn't want to say anything about this. So whatever they said to his cousin, and this just happened, I believe, either last year or the year before, because he went he went on to uh, Sasquatch Chronicles, uh, Wes Groomer's show, um, I think it was two or three months after this has happened. So it was very fresh when it happened. And he said, hey, my cousin still to this day won't even talk to me because of whatever these people said to him. He told me that they, they talked to him, told me that I'd seen him. So he went to go back to the hospital to get the paperwork from the hospital, and there was none. There was no, no paperwork saying either one of them were ever there. There was no paperwork saying that they had any kind of bills, that they were treated, nothing. No evidence left behind whatsoever.
What? So if that's not the craziness of the, you know, somebody stepping in, trying to hide the fact that's something else might be out there. I don't know what is. And that's just like the Native American story, too. He had a friend asked them if they could look uh, for her husband. Right. Says, we know that you you have experiences with the Sasquatch. We know you have experiences tracking. Um, her husband decided to go out by himself camping and quote unquote squatching. I don't like that term because what squatching is, is apparently trying to research or find proof of Sasquatch. Okay. Going by yourself. Not always the best idea, but he also did bring two weapons with him. He brought a rifle, uh, which I think was a 357, um, and he brought a um, Magnum revolver. That could do damage to the biggest of animals. Yeah, but going into the woods on your own is never smart. No. Uh, So he was supposed to show up, never showed up. I'm trying to make this long story super short so you guys could see where we're going with this. Uh, so he was trying to uh, look for him. He brought a friend with him that has something to do with law enforcement. Was helping him out, looking around. They found his truck, the guy's truck, the passenger door was open. They see the windshield broken, blood on the windshield. They look further, hood, big giant indent of a body smashing into it. So they're like, oh, man, what in the world happened? How how could this happen? So they're looking around through the entire camp. So you can see they had one of those big red coolers, right? Those big plastic coolers ripped in half. Now, I don't know anybody that could just rip them in half. Give me a sawzall, handsaw. I could cut them in half. Axe. <laughs> Axe, yeah. I'm a decently strong guy, and I I, I guarantee I can't you know, rip any of that stuff in half. So what are you doing? Uh trying to look around, that's all. <clears throat> so the this cooler is ripped in half. There's a big old dent in the hood and the windshield. Oh yeah, and and the campsite itself is messed up. So they're looking around, they see a big spot of blood. Uh-oh. So they have this big spot of blood and he knew when he seen that, that something was not right, that something hit a main artery more than likely and bled out a lot and is not too far away from dying. They continue to look around. They find the rifle. The rifle was emptied of everything. Ah, sick Rick, you're gone. What happened, buddy? Poncha, I hope you're enjoying the story. And I'm also going to ask if you have any of your own personal experiences or if you know somebody had any whether it be paranormal cryptic ufo whatever you could share them with us if you like um i'm just going to try to finish up this story real quick so bottom line is they they started looking they found a trail and they said how that the trail originally as it was leaving the site there was a couple trails branching off one particular trail, you could tell that something was getting dragged behind. So somebody was walking. Some kind of scrape marks. Grab pretty much grabbed the ankle and started walking, and you could see it dragging it. So they follow that. 
they end up following it. And when they stopped, he seen a boot. What was in the boot? The guy's ankle. The foot was still in there. So they're like, host. And they start marking every time they find something. Well, as he's walking, he didn't see. He ended up kicking something. He looks down. It's the guy's revolver, fully emptied. But what he noticed afterwards is that the ones, the, the trails that were spread apart, suddenly come together. So now it's not a bunch of trails spread throughout. It's now a bunch of them came together to one. So whatever happened there, maybe he was getting dragged. He woke up, realized that he is in some definite danger. He's hurt bad, grabbed his revolver from his side and let a couple shots go. Might have even a shot one, injured one, and they probably had to all come together, carry the one, and continue to carry him. Well, his body got ripped to shreds. They found through a 17-mile stretch, found his body completely ripped up. His the head was decapitated, arms, legs. His body was ripped in half, so you could see the torso. It, it was crazy. Now, being a person tracking, finding all that, I couldn't even imagine. But when you listen to this guy tell the story, you could tell that it affected him in some kind of way that he's like, oh, man, that's that's scary. Um, now, is this one of the stories that you and I listened to together? Because yeah. it sounds very familiar. I think it's one of the ones when we were going. It, yeah, I, I believe we did listen to it together. When he came he, on the way back, they call the, the local authorities. Right. Local authorities come, show up. They're talking to the police. And then also these, these two guys that are just wearing jeans and a T-shirt, walking this big, giant wolf dog. So, hey, what's going on? <laughs> so they're good to see you again today. So they're walking this big giant wolf dog, right? Yeah. And the wolf dog, they they go talk to the guy and they're like, hey, uh, you know, you can't have this dog walk around this whole scene. It's going to mess up the crime scene. That's right. And it was hey, this was wolves or something like that? Well, he said, he told him, he goes, you don't know what you're talking about. Give and take, if this, this gentleman's a Native American, and I was actually telling this story yesterday, uh, and he had a lifetime of experiences dealing with Sasquatch. From the time he was a little kid to a grown adult, he's saying, hey, you don't know what you're talking about. You're not a pro. You need to leave here. He said, I'm not leaving until I... You know, we we get some proof. We find out what's going on. I'm not leaving. Well, unfortunately, they forced him to leave. He leaves two weeks. He calls the wife up, lets the wife know what happened, the truth of what happened. Um, And two weeks later, you see that in the local newspaper, a man got ripped up to shreds by a pack of wolves. Now you go back. Those two guys were walking a wolf dog all around the whole area, leaving tracks that looks like a wolf. Again, cover up. Cover up the fact that something else is out there, something else happened that not, maybe they feel nobody's ready for it. Honestly, part of me kind of understands that because there's definitely a lot of people, people as a whole, are stupid. 
as a whole, I'm talking about. Mass panic is a very dangerous Stupid. thing. Stupid. Singles, very smart and intelligent. But when you put them all together, very dumb. So I can understand why they might not want to let somebody know that these things are out there. Maybe they don't want a giant hunting party. Maybe they don't want a war. And I mean, the thing is, is say if government comes out right now and says, okay, we've been lying to you for the past, you know, however many hundred years, Sasquatch is real. You're going to have so many people. Well, they're doing that about UFOs and aliens right now. They're slowly releasing that, you know, documents. Yeah, but about you have that. so many people in the woods with firearms. I mean, and we're both pretty rational people. We're both pretty well controlled. Yeah. And we definitely go look. I'd go look and I'd want to, uh, okay, let's go find Harry. I want to see this big old bug. Well, I mean, I look no you matter what. So, damn near, oh, yeah. Not that I got the right shade of mind either. <laughs> <laughs> damn near as many idiots, if not more. Going to the near near spirit Halloween to pick up a monkey suit to just have a laugh. Yeah. And that's a recipe for disaster. Well, without a doubt, because the thing is that the most yeah, there is definitely too many dummies. I 100 percent agree. The most dangerous thing, the most dangerous person is a person that's afraid. Yes. With a weapon. Because if you're in fear with a weapon, you are not thinking clearly. If somebody, I mean, you, you see it. If somebody pops in and you're already afraid, you have your gun drawn, ready for whatever's been trying to attack you, go after you, chase you down, your first thing is you're going to shoot. You don't, you don't even, can't even clarify if it's a friendly or not, you're shooting. Ooh, it it could be, dangerous. exactly, it could be, the, the thing is, I always tell everybody, take a second, try to see what's going on around you before you do anything crazy because you could hurt somebody that has nothing to do. Maybe somebody's there to help you out and you're going to shoot them on accident or you're going to stab them on accident or you're going to hurt them on accident. Yeah. Um, so actually, I have a kind of a related subject um, about my stepbrother, Tony. I'll have to look it up for you. But. You never got to meet Tony. Um, he was, he was massive. Tony was. I heard. I heard it would be a very good match between me and him. I, I don't know. I, he's definitely got you in size. So did most of the other people. Now, my stepbrother Tony was a trooper up in Alaska, and a couple of his uh, friends decided to play with. <laughs> that's me cheering for the trooper because that's nothing but respect. Yeah. And he was, to my understanding, he was also the first disabled state trooper. trooper. He was uh, legally deaf. That's, that's just amazing. Yeah, he was really amazing guy, and I do miss him. He died in line of duty. But there's a video of him, and he's in his full police uniform. He's walking through the precinct, and you see one of the other police officers and he's got a mask on and just he just jumps out of a corner or a locker and I can't, I can't remember which but it was very funny and I'm not sure if you've ever heard of a deaf person when they're scared but the exclamation sound that they make is horribly horribly funny 
Tony, if you're up there, man, I'm sorry for laughing at you, but it was great. But he showed the best response you can have. This is something that they do to train the police in is to <laughs> almost like backstep. Keep your hand on your weapon. Keep it ready just in case, but try to get some distance. Figure out what you're dealing with. <laughs> Smoke another one, bro. Yeah, so let me take a look real quick. I want to. Yeah, he's a jerk. He doesn't share. So, yeah, continuing on, it's it's always a good idea to be careful. It's an always good idea to watch out, especially in situations where you don't know everything that would be going on. Yeah, exactly. That's that's the thing, man. Like I've I've had friends of mine try to scare me out of the blue. Like and jump or like jump on my back and put me in like to like some kind of sleeper hold or a chokehold, and some of them don't know better that know that I'm actually trained to do certain things. So <coughs> my one friend did that. I grabbed the back of him and I put my body and his body forward. He got slammed to the ground, and very quickly I realized it was one of my friends. Now, interestingly enough, when a human body hits the ground properly, did you know that we bounce like a Super Bowl? It hurts. <laughs> yeah. So the thing is that that's why I kind of is again. I believe it's a cup. There's cover ups. But I believe I don't I don't know if it's the government. I'm sure the government knows something. But uh <coughs> I believe it's def there, there's definitely a cover-up from whether the government or somebody even higher. Because, say, people do go out there and go out, you know, guns blazing. Maybe they're afraid that a war could start between us and them. Them, who could tear us from limb to limb pretty easily. Fold us up like origami. Yeah, fold us up in half. Uh, launch us like a soccer ball, uh, regardless if we have weapons or not, they're still super dangerous, and I'm sure they have their own style weapons. I mean, they're a walking weapon. And then you also hear that some of these have that, uh, that uh, not invisibly, invisible. The mind speak? Cloak. No, not the mind speak. But they have the mind speak as well, but some of these could turn invisible completely, like predator style. So you know how what in the predator they look and they see something in the tree, but they can't you, really you see can it. Barely make an outline very diffuse. That right there. Matter of fact, there's even one that's caught on YouTube, uh, on tape, and it's on YouTube. I watched it like a dozen times. Um and you could see it. It's just weird. You could see the, the lining of it. And it just go like that. And it wasn't wasn't messed with. It's actual legit footage. And you see something that's invisible going over. Now, actually, we're talking about, like, well, effectively, the offensive capabilities of Sasquatch. But could you imagine how effective mind speak would be in a melee? Say just between me and you, and I just keep intentionally running random words, thoughts. 
Yeah, yeah but, through your head constantly, even though you're far physically more capable than me. I think that see, I don't know if that would really affect him because if you think about it, you could sit there and talk trash the whole time you're fighting. Will that have effect on some people? Some people will have an effect, but it is most people that have discipline, I don't think it would affect. So I, I think the initial, if, if it was something we weren't used to and all of a sudden I'm getting ready to fight somebody and they could mind speak, that initial is going to shock me. So it's whatever it is and it's going to throw me off guard. I guarantee long enough for them to do whatever they're trying to do physically to me. So they'll have that time, but after initial, if you don't if you don't get done what you need to get done right right then and there, you're in for the fight. Maybe, but I think if you could, like, uh, all effectively speak fast enough, like um, you know, mama, you are speaking it like that cadence that you know, like you. Know, Ah, uh, does she leave me? Oh no, poetic stuff. Yeah, she actually. Uh, she She's started one of our regulars. Yeah. Oh, cool. Oh, nice to meet you. But very cool person you, too. Have you heard the Blue Streak Spanish or like, oh, well, us being from New Jersey, when people start talking very, very, very quickly? Could you imagine that trying to reverberate through your head while trying to fight? That would be, I mean, at least to me extremely disorienting because you're trying to focus so hard on one thing yeah and... but it's also the same thing like talking if it was something that we were used to and then somebody just instead of us saying with words out of our mouth we're speaking through our minds it's just going to be something that we're used to so it's just mm. going to be the same thing as me just sitting there talking shit to you as i'm fighting you okay which is something else a lot of fighters do that like the, the, the mess with somebody well mcgregor uh to khabib that man uh, uh, khabib. khabib um yeah like he he when he's fighting you when he has you on the ground you could watch all his fights he's talking trash to that person oh yeah he's on the ground he's like when it was him and connor he goes oh you want to talk let's talk you want to mm -hmm. talk let's talk and then, and let me just say this, Khabib. <laughs> oh, God, we got him on the tangent. And I know this is not paranormal related. Let me just say this. <laughs> you, like, only won one round, okay? So if it ended up going to, if you, if you didn't tap Connor, you were not winning. I'm just I'm just gonna say that right now. You weren't winning the fight. You didn't dominate anybody. And if that's what you call domination, that's crazy. Because I've seen you legitly, like I, I seen him dominate fights. Like it was like he was pretty much having his way, having fun, doing what he wants to do. So anyway, but yeah, I don't I don't think that would be a, a big thing that the only way is if they do that to us and we don't have that ability. So, of course, it's not something we're used to. That's going to throw us for shock. Some of us are going to be able to adapt as that happens and if it happens. But the rest aren't going to be able to adapt. And the ones that can't adapt are going to get the shit kicked out and killed. Because they can't, after 
that they, you know, some people just go into a full state of shock and can be in shock for a long time. And if less than just a couple seconds, you're done. Well, don't fight. That's all it takes. Well, that, yeah, that's well, it. <clears throat> looks like we're at the uh, hour 36 minute mark. Yes, we are. Uh, so, everybody that was listening, I will be back probably in uh, around two o'clock, um, maybe three, somewhere around there. Uh, Adam Thank might you. be back, possibly, hopefully not. Yeah. <laughs> And the only reason why I said I just sound like a giant ass. The only reason why I say that is because hopefully he'll he's working. So hopefully we have a call and he has to go do something. And I, I think that's going to be the case. Um, fingers crossed. Yes. So until I talk to you all later, I hope you all have a great day. I'm going to end up downloading this so you can listen to it anytime you want. And again, uh, people all thank you for the interview. I appreciate it. It was awesome listening to your story and anybody else has any stories, please hit us up at monster investigators of America at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> Until the next episode, I will catch y'all later. This is Dan and be safe, have fun and just love one another. Stay safe. It's been great talking to you. Can't wait to get to see you all again. And we are.